Are you tired of feeling hopeless? Not knowing what to do with students who lack any emotional control? Should we teach social and emotional learning along with academics? Well, I believe teaching to the whole child creates a more resilient, caring, and functional person. So listen in for some tips to teach social and emotional skills to your students. Hi guys, welcome to Behavior Strategies for Class, your podcast all about behavior strategies to help you in the classroom. Do you need more support and encouragement for your challenging students? Do you want proven behavior strategies that will help create resilient students? How will behavior strategies influence your class? You will make a difference in their lives and prepare them for success as a well-rounded person. And I'm here to help. I'm Diane Bachman, a behavior paraprofessional with over 10 years years experience in special education, working with students from various backgrounds and disabilities, and I want to offer you hope. You will be a constant, caring adult in your students' lives, and building relationships with them will be essential to achievement and triumph, not only for them, but also for you. So we'll be discussing about trauma-informed care, social-emotional intelligence, sensory breaks, why are they important, PBIS, behavior interventions, MTSS, social skills, evidence-based strategies, and more. So listen in, and I have to say, Rita Pearson is one of my idols in her fight for students. And if you have not listened to her TED Talk on Every Child Needs a Champion, I encourage you to go do that today because I want us to be our students' champion because we were born to make a difference. Let's listen in to today's episode. So I've worked with many students who just react to things. They are so used to lashing out, to fighting for themselves, being defensive, getting themselves in trouble. It reminds me of one student in particular who always wanted to fight. Like you could not say any criticism or negative feedback to him at all because he was so defensive and like ready to fight anybody. Arguing, fighting with peers, like just constantly on the defensive. Well, we finally learned that his dad used to beat the crap out of him on a regular basis when he was younger. And so he learned he has to fight for himself. He has to defend himself. And that, of course, was his first reaction. He's got to get up and fight. But thankfully, we were able to work with him and teach him different strategies on how to deal with that anger and being able to control it, to use his words. Somebody made him mad. It's just, you're making me mad and take some space. Just giving him other strategies in order how to to deal with the anger and frustration that he felt with his peers and with teachers and realizing that him always wanting to fight and argue and flip people off or whatever was not the best choice for him and that he could make better choices and that he could learn to regulate himself and control his temper. So by the time he was in like fourth and fifth grade, he knew when he was getting mad and he would communicate, I'm really mad right now, or you're making me mad, or I can't work with you because you're making me mad. So he he did learn a lot and, you know, I hope and pray that he's doing successful in middle school and high school and continuing to regulate himself and not get himself in trouble. So definitely starting early to teach our students these social and emotional skills is really vital to helping them be successful. So what is social and emotional learning? So it's teaching students how to regulate their emotions, communicate with others, use compassion or empathy for others, build relationships, 
and make good decisions. So those are all the things that we were teaching uh, that student I was just talking about. So back to regulate emotions and communicate those. So we want students to be aware of how they're feeling and then be able to express it because they've, some of them have been so used to just holding everything inside and having nobody even ask, how are you? That they just don't know how to communicate it. So giving them the tools on saying, okay, it's okay to say you're mad. It's okay to say you're angry, but it's not okay for you to lash it, lash out or act on that. Like I worked with another student who I could tell was very mad and I went to talk to him and I said, I can see you're really mad, you know, but you can't yell at everybody like that. And he says, well, I'm not mad. I'm furious. Okay, that's fine. Then just sit there and stay to yourself. So he, but he was at least able to communicate to me. I'm not mad. I'm furious. And to keep that to himself and not lash out at others and get himself into trouble. So regulate emotions and communicate those, number one. Number two, teaching them compassion and empathy for others. Because they become so self-absorbed, I guess, in their behaviors that they all they see is themselves getting upset themselves are angry or hurt, that they're not realizing when they are rude or mean to others that it's affecting the other person. So we get them to see, okay, well, how do you think Susie felt when you cussed her out or you screamed in her face or you pushed her? How would that make her feel? So the importance of looking at how their actions and words affect others is huge as well. And the third one, building relationships. Again, some trauma students, it's very hard for them to build relationships because the parents or the guardians in their lives have not been trustworthy. And so they are very leery of having friends and building relationships with others. But it's teaching them skills on, well, what makes a good friend? And are you being a good friend? How can you be a good friend? How can you show kindness? How can you take turns? And especially um, having students back after the pandemic and being so used to being in their own family or their own rooms. Well, now you're, you know, they're with a group of 20 to 30 other peers. And it's almost back to basics of teaching them, you know, how to share and take turns and being kind and not arguing or yelling over every little thing. And so that's continuing to teach them how to build relationships. And then lastly, on the social emotional learning would be teaching them how to make good decisions and reminding them how their decisions have consequences and they could have good consequences or bad consequences. And so it all just ties together in, you know, how their behaviors affect others and how can they be kind to others and how can they keep their emotions under control but still be able to communicate how they feel. It all ties together in helping them think how to make good decisions decisions and realizing, okay, well, if I do go over and scream at the teacher or kick the teacher, what consequence is that going to get me? Well, definitely a phone call home, possibly a suspension. You're missing recess. I don't know, but seeing how their behaviors have a consequence and they can decide do they want a good consequence or a bad consequence. So again, social emotional learning, I believe you guys are teaching all day long. And those are teaching students how to regulate their emotions and communicate them, how to have compassion and empathy, how to build relationships, and how to make good decisions. Because we want to be continuing to teach the whole child because as we do that, we help them to succeed 
in and out of the classroom. So keep up the good work. You guys are awesome. And remember, you are life changers. Thanks so much for listening. I truly appreciate you all. And I pray that I've inspired and encouraged you today. I also want to let you know that I have a couple bit.ly links for you if you're interested in making your own podcast and sharing the wealth of knowledge that you have, being a teacher or a para or a teacher's aide, uh, anybody in the education system, I'm sure you have a lot to share. And if you're interested, I took the class with Stephanie Gass. She's amazing, super friendly, down to earth, very easy to understand, and she's great. So I have a bit.ly link for you uh, for Podcast Pro University is where I learned how to do this. And that is bit.ly slash behavior, PPU, the number four, and you, as in the letter U. So Podcast Pro University bit.ly slash behavior ppu the number four and the letter u if you're interested also to get your free printable of all the six evidence-based strategies there is another bit.ly link and that is bit.ly slash the number six for free the number six for free These will all be in the show notes in case you need to go back and check those out. And I leave you with this, that every child deserves a champion, and that's by Rita Pearson. So I just want to encourage you that you can be that champion and that you are making a difference. Thanks again.